0: It's the Nerd Fury podcast. (laughs) That could be the worst one yet.
1: (laughs) Welcome to the Nerd Fury podcast. I'm Jim Lovecheck. He's Dan Granato. This is the
0: podcast where we talk about what we
1: want to talk about because it's our podcast.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much nerd is a broad phrase to say. I mean, you could nerd about anything you can nerd about. Sure. Uh, Painting, you can nerd out about politics, you can nerd out about sports. In this case, we're nerd about movies that we love, but no one else likes them. They are objectively bad.
1: They didn't do well in the box office. The critics didn't like them. I know we did another episode where we talked about movies that did bad, right. but were actually good. Right.
0: These movies I are mean, those were co- collectively were loved, but this these are ones that... Really, no one either watched or- I dare say reviled some of these movies? Some of them, yeah. I mean, we're only going to touch on one or two in detail. We'll probably go on a little bit more because I could go on on movies that I think are good that no one else likes. Yeah. We're talking about like Alien Resurrections.
1: We're talking about other movies like that. Like Bubble Boy. That movie was funny. Isn't that the movie with Danny Trejo and the Land Before Time? Is that the movie? No,
0: Bubble Boy was uh, the one with uh, Justin Long, where he plays a kid that lives in a bubble. Yeah, and he's in love with the neighbor, and they're obsessed with the
1: Land Before Time or the Land of the Lost. Really? Yeah. I've watched that movie. Yeah. And then he meets Danny Trejo in like Las Vegas, and it turns out he doesn't even have the disease that he has. Oh yeah, he's like, yeah, and his mom was was in love
0: and the. The The old guy with a, uh, who was loved with Siamese twin, not Siamese twins, but, like, twins. Uh-huh. like, oh, Poot Nanny. <laughs> <laughs> Poot tang. <laughs> I like that movie. But, yeah, I could see how that's terrible. I mean, no one else liked it. But I think we were at that age that it was hilarious to us because we, per- we were a little bit younger. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I'm going to – do you want me to start or do you want to go first?
0: Uh, You know, you could go first because – you are passionate about this
1: movie. Okay. Okay. So the movie I'm gonna talk about was given one and a half stars by the famous Roger Ebert, who rest in peace. Its average on IMDB is six point six, which is terrible. Uh-huh. It's Metacritic, forty two, and on Rotten Tomatoes, thirty three percent. I'm talking about the Thirteenth Warrior.
0: Now I, I am agree with with you in the fact I actually like this film too. Um but I think it was something that was, it falls under the, um, that little uh, side thing where it's been, I don't know how do I say it? Uh, marketing was terrible for it. It marketed like it was this supernatural thriller, but it yeah. really wasn't. It but, and another thi- thing that happened
1: too was its budget, it came out in 1999. Its mm-hmm. budget was estimated at $160 million in 1999. Which is 250 million in today's dollars.
0: Oh, it only really?
1: made 60 worldwide. <laughs> okay, because it had to go through a bunch of rewrites. Because the original director, his original cut was like 130 minutes or something like that, and it didn't test well with audiences. And since this and this movie's uh, based on a book called *Eaters of the Dead* by Michael Crichton, because the other director did so poorly, Michael Crichton took took over and replaced the composer so they had to compose the movie twice.
0: Oh. That's just wasteful.
1: Yeah. So there's a bunch of different cuts and stuff like yeah. that. So like no movie that What's was that had hundred and sixty million dollars based off of a Viking folklore was gonna make that much money. Right. In nineteen ninety nine. I mean, I you mean probably uh, could today. In nineteen
0: ninety nine it was Antonio Banderas, who was the lead for that film, was he even like at his height of his popularity still then? I think he w- it was just after one of those, the
1: first Zorro movie that yeah. was really swashbuckly. So I think they were trying it, to capitalize on that. And they could have. But I think what, what um, the movie also suffered from is because they're trying to reach a mass audience. All the Vikings were a bunch of nobodies. Mm-hmm. They were all Norwegian, Scandinavian actors that uh, they put into the movie. And nobody Legend
0: of Zorro was 2005, by the way. Really? Yeah. So this was before Legend of Zorro. Yeah, because it's he. I I think I want to say like this was after this movie came. Maybe this came after like a uh, Desperado. Maybe, maybe because Desperado was ninety five. So that I mean, like was really good. it was enough m- time for him to kind of cool off yeah, a little bit. It or maybe d- they thought that he was like oh, he could be leading any movie at that point because Desperado was massive. Okay, because it.
1: I, I have actually Roger Ebert's thing up here. and it, The Mask of Zorro was the first one.
0: Oh. So the mask of Zorro. Was 98. Was so that 98, was the year yeah. before. So, so The Legend yeah. of Zorro was the sequel, yeah. which was pretty bad. Yeah. The f- and the first
1: Zorro was good, and Antonio yeah. was good in it. Desperado was awesome. And this movie started filming in 97, and because of all the crap that I said that happened to it, it didn't come out until 99. Yeah. And it came out the same weekend as...
0: The Sixth Sense. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that's... Bad you. planning all around on this movie. Yeah, but no one knew that that True. Sixth Sense was going to be True. that huge. But it had Bruce Willis, and Bruce Hill- Willis is a huge
1: draw. True. You know, and then it's, you know, it's like something you've never seen before. Yeah. I remember The Sixth Sense. That movie oh, well, awesome. I mean,
0: like, that was like the... I mean, it was the first film at that time for The Sixth Sense, just to kind of go off of that, like... The Sixth Sense was one of those movies where like there's a huge twist that no one saw coming so right. everyone started talking about it and movies lived in the theater longer than. Yeah. So It was bound to like pick up speed the longer it was staying.
1: And you had a year in between where it left the theater to where you could rent it. So then people like, Oh, you haven't seen it? Make sure to look out for all the red imagery in Mm -hmm, there mm because that means that if you see red, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, they're dead. Yeah. Oh, man. When Bruce Willis was, when Bruce Willis
0: figured out he was dead, I was like, Whoa. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was one of the first times I was actually, my mind was like exploding, like, Wait, what?
1: Yeah. And then M. Night Shyamalan tried to overdo it with some other movies. Yeah, try to do that every film. Yeah.
0: Signs worked. I loved Signs. Yeah. Signs worked once you, like, that was the start. It was when it was The Village.
1: Ugh. I hear terrible things about that. I never saw you that. You never saw The Village? Because no. my brother saw it and they're like, dude, it fucking sucks.
0: <laughs> I mean, you feel like you have to watch it just so you can just feel society's pain.
1: I'm good. No. No, I'm good, You're not man. good. I need you to feel pain. I don't want to feel pain. Do it. I've seen terrible movies. I have you? Used- have you ever seen All About Steve? Yeah, the Sandra Bullock movie where she's the yeah. crossword lady. Did we go see that together? We went to a midnight showing with
0: Hugh, with our buddy, and I, that's the only movie I fell asleep at in the theaters. It was no, so I don't bad. remember seeing that in the theater. I knew I was not going to spend money on it. I went, but I, was I did see it once. It was on, t- on television. Oh, it was so bad. I mean, I watched it because it's Sandra Bullock and
1: Bradley Cooper. Before Bradley yeah, Cooper Bradley was Cooper Bradley was Cooper. Before, he was yeah. just some guy that they. He was just some hot dude with yeah. nice hair that they could put, throw out uh, on side Sandra Bullock, which seems to be what they do with all rom coms. Take the. <laughs> all they have, all an actress has to do is be in a good movie like Miss Congeniality. Yeah. And they're like, let's just throw hot guys in these movies and see what happens. True.
0: <laughs> but, I mean, good Sandra. Rom com Sandra Bullock film was. I mean, it's the proposal with Ryan oh, Reynolds. God. It's so good. That's actually a a pretty good film, just because Ryan Reynolds actually, yeah, he's funny. Carries. I mean, they had a lot of comedic like juggernauts in there. Yeah, and um, Ryan Reynolds, you got uh, uh, her mom was hilarious. Yeah, hilarious.
1: But anyway, back to this movie that I adore so much. Yeah, I just I've been watching this movie for twenty years, and I love it. I love this. I mainly used to watch it back when I was young for all the action scenes because I thought that was awesome. Mm -hmm. You know, the bad guys rip off people's heads they eat the people. It's super cool. The fighting's awesome. The interaction between the Vikings and stuff when they first throw them that broadsword when they land, Mm -hmm. he goes, I cannot lift this. And they go, grow stronger. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Love that stuff. But I just noticed this last time I saw it because I had a hankering to watch. So I watched it like a week or two ago. This is the only movie I've ever seen with language acquisition in it where it's not some kind of Deuce X, kind of, here, drink this, and now you can understand everything.
0: Oh, like how he, w- that whole, the journey from yeah. the Saudi Arabia to the Viking island or whatever, Yeah, where he just listens to them and learns their language. Yeah,
1: where it's it's all in whatever whatever Scandinavian language they're speaking, and then he starts picking up some words, and yeah. then he insults that dude to his face, Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they love him. And there's no other movie like that, and then I realized the the dialogue is kind of, formal and bricky yeah because it's through his ears and he doesn't speak the language so well so he only speaks formally and can only translate it there's no slang yeah so that's why the dialogue isn't as catchy okay and i realized i was like this movie's way more brilliant than people give it credit for
0: well the average person's not really gonna catch that i mean now they know and it's out there
1: (laughs) you know I love it, and it's violent, and it's yeah. You got the secret I mean,
0: fight scenes. I don't, I don't know. Really, I think that the thing that I didn't just—I'll watch it if it's on TV. But I think that what didn't really click with me was just that there wasn't a bad, like there was like you know like oh there's a, a another tribe that's trying to like take over on land, but it wasn't really that sense of like, are they bad? I don't know.
1: Well, they ate people.
0: Yeah, but like there was—they didn't. I felt like they could have developed the, uh, the tribe up a little bit more to make them more, like, fearsome. Other than the fact that, like, they, they build up, build up, build up this, like, this tribe, and then they're like...
1: It's some nameless horror, and yeah. then it turns out it's just dudes dressed up as bears. I, right. I, I get yeah. that. I get that. I and mean, I, they could have... Yeah.
0: I don't know. Because they'd spent all this time developing, kind of developing. I don't understand why they was, didn't receive well, because they didn't really develop the characters, but spent a lot of time with the characters yeah if that makes sense
1: and a lot of the deaths for the among the 13 warriors are pretty stupid yeah like the one guy dies because he's trying to take a torch off of a roof like why is he doing that they have and when the women are running around spreading water yeah. and stuff it should be other
0: people who are doing right. it my, f- my favorite scene in that film is still is, uh is when they are building up the stronghold of the village and the, like it was the random like one of the 13 warriors, and he just was like bullying like the other people around. Oh, and then he's just like, Oh, so kill. now I'm a dog, am yeah, I? <laughs> he's like, He's looking at Le- or uh, Robert, God damn it. Antonio Bandera. Antonio Bandera's. Um, Eben. <laughs> yeah. He's just like giving a look like, I gotta kill him. Yeah. Sorry.
1: And he's getting all pissed because the guy's down to no shields left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they <laughs> trick him. Oh, it's so good. I love that movie. But another thing that kind of. Ma- it's not a perfect movie and the development I totally understand and he beats the bad guy after seeing him just one time even though he's succumbing to poison yeah. but <laughs> like how do guys who are wearing zero armor take on people who are armored head to toe with just bear claws and maces and come out on top almost every single time uh, I think
0: <laughs> it was just the fear factor of it yeah maybe cause they, were, they all thought cause the reason why they I mean they fought it in the dark so they just had this thing. They just assumed that there were these mythical creatures.
1: And they did take away the dead bodies. So they're, they're mm. like, hey, we killed two of them. Yeah. And they got up and walked away.
0: Yeah. I get that. I so get they, that. it just developed this fear. It's an all mind game kind of yeah. shit. But that scene where they go
1: into the caves. Yeah. And then they rappel down that waterfall when uh, Bolivite has to f- kill the queen. Mm-hmm. It's so intense. And the one dude takes a mace to the chest. <laughs> And they're like, hey, you got to take off the army." He's like, you'll have to kiss me first, dear yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, my favorite guy in that movie is the tracker dude with the curly hair, the Eric Bana look-alike guy.
0: Oh, yeah. He's
1: like, hey, I looked for you in the tower. That's exactly why I'm not in it.
0: What's the actor that does that? They're all, they're all um, guys from Scandinavia. I know, but I feel like we know the guy. I don't think was... I've ever
1: met him. Well,
0: <laughs> Jackass. <laughs>
1: Uh, <laughs> he does kind of look like my uncle Brian, who also kind of looks like Eric Ben. I thought it was that guy. I don't know if he's ever been in another major film. I've okay. only seen the character who played Bullseye in another movie where he's just like a Viking mercenary and he's fighting James Purefoy, who's attempt
0: the last Templar.
1: And it was one of those like straight to DVD movies that you see on Netflix. And it was okay. actually pretty entertaining.
0: Nope, can't figure it out. I'm I'm probably thinking of the who's the guy who. Is who uh, was in Doctor Strange, who's the main villain. Oh, yeah. Um,
1: he's also Hannibal, and he was the bad guy in Casino Royale. Yeah. Yeah, he's not in that movie. Okay. But
0: I, he was in a medieval, he was in that other movie that was kind of bad. But yeah, also it was called Valhalla, Ar- where they're just like staring off into space. Oh, that one! Yeah, my dad loves that movie, and it is atrocious. Uh, no, there's another one, uh, King Arthur. I the one with Clyde Beatty. I love that movie too. Dude, you have it's, terrible taste.
1: No, it's so much. <laughs> fun i don't for these kind of movies i'm not expecting oscar worthy dialogue or even that good of a story
0: i'm looking for something fun to eat popcorn while okay yeah you're you're for you to enjoy a film you're looking for something that going in you're not expecting yeah like i could shut off my brain and just yeah. enjoy what i'm seeing yeah that's that's that
1: basically any movie that's on tnt that keeps playing on because that movie was always on TNT. Oh, yeah, that's it why was. I knew it. Any movie that plays on TNT constantly is those kind of movies. I love those kind of pop- popcorn flicks. I guess you could call them. Sure, you know that's a phrase that you're saying. I am saying that phrase, mm-hmm. and I think I've watched this movie like fifteen times in the twenty years it's been out, and I love it every single time. <laughs>
0: every single time. The uh, yeah, I mean, like for me, like I enjoyed it. Like I said. Um, but it wasn't like I wasn't like gonna be like, oh, you need to watch this film. It's oh, I don't tell anybody it. that.
1: I don't tell anybody that. It's not like I have viewing parties every year. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and that that prayer that they do at the end always gives me goosebumps.
0: Oh yeah, I forget that they do that.
1: Yeah, hmm. and then they do the fight, and he's praying in the mud when he takes out. I just, yep. I love that. I well like you that like a movie. lot
0: of k- Viking. I just like like stuff. Yeah.
1: Any kind of different kind of pan like Greek stuff, I love that stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All that medieval actiony stuff with huge sieges, like uh, I love Braveheart just because the battle scenes were so brutal. Yeah. Even though it's incredibly historically inaccurate, <laughs> so so it's a movie. <laughs> it's it's and Troy, even though that wasn't that good of a movie, it's still really
0: really awesome. I mean, the fight scenes were so just they. I think they knocked down like the myth of how one sided his fights were told to be like yeah. Just what? that opening scene alone, I could watch that over and over again. Where oh, he, just, he wakes wake up hungover. Yeah, hungover <laughs> with after three he, he women had, hanging on him. Yeah, it's like <laughs> what? We well, need to fight this guy, and he just kind of just walks up. The guy slices him into the throat and just walks away without even like breaking a sweat.
1: Yeah, because the way he kills that guy is
0: he goes through the side and hits his heart. Yeah, that's how he does it. Did I tell you I got that sword? You did. Well, not like the, that exact sword, like a replica, like a, of a replica little. of like that style of sword
1: were they called no the romans had the gladiuses but it was yeah. close enough the romans just basically control c control v everything about the greeks
0: well uh, yeah i mean it's just it was a, at that time it was the perfect weapon yeah so
1: especially for how you fought and yeah and hit the fight scene between him and hector was great and funny enough brad pitt tore his achilles while fil- filming that movie that's oh, why really? all his fight scenes are sped up because he tore his achilles like
0: i didn't even notice that it was actually sped it's up it's sped up yeah I have to watch it. I probably will catch it. Like, like, oh yeah, this is definitely sped up. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, like the when he's throwing the javelin. Yes. That you could tell he's just like, dude, he's got quick hands. <laughs> yes.
1: Yes, absolutely, and it's just funny that he's playing Achilles, who tears his Achilles while playing Achilles.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's karma, man. It is
1: karma. You know, if you're bored and you want to watch a good movie that you don't have to think about, definitely watch it. Let me know what you think. And the book's weird, too. Because I read the book, and it's, oh, it's by Michael Crichton, the guy who wrote Jurassic Park. Sure. <laughs> oh, <well. laughs> but it, it's, it's, again, it's from um, Antonio Banderas' character's point of view, mm-hmm. but it's written like a historical text, so there's footnotes and stuff. It's a weird book to read, and it's only like 100 pages, but it's very strange. So hmm. I wouldn't suggest reading it. And that's all
0: I'll say about that. Okay. <laughs> Um, all right, so one of the, I could, like I said, I could go um, really go on. I could pick a, a favorite movie, of mine that no one likes, mm-hmm. from different genres, and I can make make a whole list if I really tried. Um, but one that I could probably stand that stands out is uh, the movie uh, is stars Robin Williams. That dude's a legend. Uh, that one dude from Vent Horizon. <laughs>
1: Sam Neill. Sam Neill, thank you. He's a good he's an underrated actor. Uh
0: and somebody else. Oh, the guy, he's usually a comedic guy. Um Robin Williams? No, I'll think of it at some point. Uh he's always plays like a like a character. He's never <laughs> like
1: in a movie he plays yeah. a character. Well, I mean like he's <laughs> Thanks for clearing <laughs> that up for
0: me, buddy. <laughs> he's not a real person in the movie. It's a character. Um well no like he always like he's never like a lead he's always a supporting role uh-huh um he was in the three musketeers with uh Jack Bauer
1: oh he was Porthos the fat dude yeah 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 oh man I know exactly what you're talking about but I don't know his name uh, <laughs> Oliver Platt yes thank you that d- I like that dude he's funny
0: um I like yeah he's a super funny guy. So the movie I'm talking about, you would think it would be a great film just on names alone. Yeah. But it didn't do well. No one really liked it. Mm-hmm. A lot of people said it didn't. It conveyed the wrong message, and I'll kind of get it all into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Bicentennial Man.
1: I remember seeing previews for this when I was younger, and it freaked me out.
0: It is a movie about a robot on a journey to find his penis. That's basically what it is. What? I remember from one of the previews. It didn't mention
1: anything about robot dicks, but I remember him making fun of somebody saying, you G-L-Y, you ain't got no alibi, you ugly. Is that in the movie? Or am I thinking of something else?
0: That's something else. Damn it. So, uh, Robert Lynch, he plays uh, a robot. Okay. And it's set into a not-so-distant future where uh, we have robots s- just started to become uh, like Sentient. our butlers. Oh, okay. And he starts as a robot and then slowly they come to realize he's becomes self-aware and becomes getting personality. And, uh, he falls in love with his master's daughter. And that's what sparks this, uh, this whole thing. The penis journey. Basically he likes upgrades himself over and over and over again as the centuries goes. And, um, Till he becomes fully human. So he's like,
1: because so, uh, I've never seen this movie. So when you say that, you mean like he takes his arm off and uses a, somebody else's arm to no, upgrade himself? No, it's all, himself, like, it's
0: all or? Like, gene- uh, like, this is the first time you see in a movie like organically printed skin.
1: Oh, oh. Uh,
0: and he's like, his insides are still mechanical, but it's like, oh, it's a mechanical heart instead of just a... Uh, a core that's like made out of like neurons or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it plays in the end, like where he chooses mortality over cause he finally finds his love. Who's it gets weird. Cause it's like, he actually falls in love with the granddaughter of the first girl he loves, which was his master's daughter that he met when she was a five-year-old.
1: What? <laughs> Dude, no wonder nobody likes this movie,
0: <laughs> but like, that aside, it actually is, like, a story about human rights. Okay. It, like, it changes from, like, oh, this is this futuristic thing, and then it slowly becomes – no, he, like, towards the end of the film, he – um, it goes to, like, the Senate, essentially, over and over again to plead that he is actually human, to get him the same rights as a human and not as a robot. And they keep denying him, denying him, denying him. And it's not till he is on his deathbed with the girl, the woman he marries. Because he became, he decided she was dying and he wanted to die with her. Oh. Yeah. So it's, the ending is a satisfying ending, but sad.
1: This sounds like it's... I can see why you would like it and why the American public wouldn't get it.
0: Because, I mean, it's... Like I <laughs> said, I'm trying it to hold my Juju bees <laughs> and my popcorn. <laughs> my kids are running all over and I got to think about a robot having a heart. <laughs> That's why I said it's a journey about a, a robot finding his penis. Yeah. Because uh, he's, fa- he's trying to become more and more human and he's falling in love with these with this women of, this, of the lineage of his original ma- master, which is weird. But
1: so they still so during this journey that he goes on while he's upgrading himself, is he still being like he he's inherited by the descendants of his original so master? No. or Does he keep finding them? No. like
0: So there is a point in the movie where he is he, his mind has has grown enough. OK, um, that he is he asks for his freedom from his master. That's kind of funny, Neal?
1: since Robin Williams was the genie in Aladdin, but
0: right, <laughs> well, which is uh, Sam Neill. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, he plays the, the 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 master, as it were. Um, is he a dick, Sam Neill? He so when he's when he presents um, Robin Williams' character, his name was Andrew in the movie. Okay. So when you, when the, he is presented, like they begin the film, he tells his kids, "Now this um, this is our butler. He's going to help us." He's a robot. We own him, but I want you to treat him like he is a living person. Oh. So that kind of like sparked things, and like it all started with uh, the little, the smallest girl who, who he falls in love with. Falls in love with when she, as she gets older. Interesting. Her name okay. is in the movie. She's Little Miss.
1: Little Miss. Okay, that's her like, name. Well, that's what that's, they, what, kinda, he he that's her, what he calls He so calls her. That's oh. what he calls her. Oh, really? Okay. What you own? Got it. Got it. Here. Got it. Got
0: it. Okay. And it's like she kind of like because she actually treats him like just normal person like you and me. Mm-hmm. And that kind of and it was when this one scene where he actually breaks her favorite um, horse like a porcelain horse. I thought it was a real horse. <laughs> <laughs> he takes the horse <laughs> and
1: just rips the shovel. He's no. like combing it, and he combs it too deep. Yeah. Like, I was like, what the, f- what is this move? What do you watch, Granada? <laughs> and I kill it. I kill my little pet. Which way do you go, George?
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, turns into a Mice of Men. Uh, oh, oh, my goodness.
1: <laughs> and then finishes like old yeller. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, that's how it, A Mice of Men ended. I know. I was like, didn't you, you read the book, right? Yeah. Um, so, he breaks this toy, it was her favorite toy, and he learns how to, um, whittle wood to help her. So basically, he, like, it starts off with, like, a means and ends, like, oh, I broke Little Miss's toy, I need to fix it, so I'm just gonna learn woodworking, goes through the database, whatever, and he starts Mm. making it, and it slowly progresses where he starts creating things, and it has movement to it, like, something that's organic to it. And that's when you kind of think like, oh, he's he's learning; he's becoming more than just a robot, just programming. Interesting. And then he picks up, you know, clockworking, and he sells it. And then like the sales from this, he does he makes enough from his clockworking because his uh, his owner gives him a separate bank account. There's a lot of like things of like where like the you go into play of human rights come into play, where like he goes to the bank and he's like. Yeah, we like to open a, a bank account for... It's like, oh, for who? For Andrew. He's like, but he's a robot. So? Does he
1: have a social security number? I need yeah, that to open Yeah, I mean, an like, account. it's <laughs> just like... It's like, that's what it's saying. So he's like... Yeah.
0: And that's when he's... With that money, he was self-reliant, basically. And oh, so he okay. decided to become... It's like, I, hey, I want to... My freedom, if that's okay, I'm asking permission. And uh, Sam... Neil was like super pissed and then doesn't talk to him for like 20 years oh and it wasn't until he was in his deathbed that he like asked for Andrew to come and he's like oh I'm sorry for being a dick and he's like oh I forgive you and I'm like no fuck you you know
1: was it one of those like haven't I done you enough like that kind of blow-ups or did you just not talk
0: to it's him? okay so this is what I why I like it in the sense it's an overall positive movie
1: okay it sounds kind of depressing. It's
0: depressing at the end. It's a sad, but the message is supposed to be positive. It's very lighthearted. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of... Even the sad moments are not really like, oh, my God, I'm depressed, or like it's super dark for right. a period of time. It's just like, oh, he's dead. Continue <laughs> on. You know, <laughs> I know it's... like <laughs>
1: Oh, he's <me>. dead. <laughs> oh, no. Anyway.
0: <laughs> but that's what like it, like that's why i enjoy like those movies that like if it's an overall positive movie i'm like ah, i can same thing just shut my brain and just watch it right and i kind of like tie it towards a memory ah, cuz okay when i saw it i saw it with with my mom uh my mom's my aunt and uh, a friend of ours who used to be a, my roommate too <laughs> Did you so guys I, did you see it at the Brementown Theater? I did see it at yes! the theater. Yes! God, I miss uh, that place. Fuck you, yeah, artists for taking the time, that place down. It was doing a double feature. <sighs> so the first film was Galaxy Quest.
1: That movie is awesome.
0: Exactly. It's a great film. Super fun. God, funny. I love that movie. And then it followed up, like 20 minutes later, it followed up with that movie. So I was already in a good mood from the film on top of it. And it wasn't like I enjoyed it and like I said, the overall positivity of the film, and plus it, it was the m- at that time it was the most realistic depiction of how of AI of or our future would be because right. there was like technologies where like it was 2050 I think in the beginning of the film. That's but, really close. <laughs> well, back in 1999 when the film was out, yeah. like that was still like there. W- when that was that far in the future in past movies, then you're having flying cars or whatever this was just futuristic cars like oh and they're now electric i'm like this is more realistic yeah but then as he goes on it like further and further and like he lives for hundreds of years and that's when you see like really cool i like movies that like give a depiction of how the progression of our future may go if we went this route or something like that
1: right um weird question yeah
0: does he fall asleep, or do you have to plug him in like a cell phone? So in the beginning of the film, yes, he you had to plug him in like a cell phone. Okay, and but then eventually he just basically stuck a finger in the wall. Hilarious, and that's uh, Desper- at least it's not like his butt. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and um, towards the end, there I think there is a scene where like he says like oh or like the dream, and he goes to basically he goes to this one. Oh, like every couple years, he also helps the this. He goes sees this doctor that helps him with these upgrades, as it were. Interesting. And is it a doctor or a mechanic at that point? Yeah, uh, it's more of an engineer. Okay. Um, and every time he's like, he comes in, and he's like, I, I want to feel, like, with touch, and he's like, Oh, okay, and then they'll figure something out. Or he's like, Oh, I want to dream. They're like, Okay, sure, and then. They just try to figure it out. There's like different scenes where, like, oh. he'll come in with like this. This is where it kind of gets huh. into it, where a bad message was uh, portrayed that people received it as huh. that, like, here's a robot who all he wants to do is be loved, mm-hmm. but the order for only way for him to be loved is he needs to change everything about him. That's where the negative part of it that people were taking. And I think that's what why most people didn't like the film. Interesting. But he wanted to be accepted as
1: human. So in order to be accepted as human, you can't be a metallic, like how he starts off based
0: on the pictures. But then, then see, I, it raises the question: like, what really makes you human? It, it raised the question that was like, what's really a soul? Is a soul what's given to you by God if you are very religious or a religious person? Not very religious, um, or is it something that
1: you develop? You develop based on nature versus nurture and all Mm -hmm. those other philosophical things yeah that's interesting i might have to give that movie a try i might have to watch it once sober and then once not sober to see if i understand it differently it
0: is a it's a slow burn Mm -hmm. because it's over two hours and it feels like it's three hours oh because it just never really like have a rise and fall it's just it's a medium all the way through So if you're not into like, oh, that's cool, or like, oh, that's interesting. So it's like Like a
1: brisk walk instead of Tom Cruise running
0: across London. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) My God. (laughs) That dude can run at top speed all the time. Yeah. Never gets winded.
1: So this movie reminds me of a movie I loved from my childhood, Short Circuit. It seems Uh, like maybe they were, they both, because you told me before we started that this was based off an Isaac Asimov book.
0: Yes. And Isaac Asimov, if you don't know who he is, he was a very famous scientif- science fiction author. Uh, author. But uh, Some of the movies that also used his stories were iRobot, was the main, the biggest yeah. one.
1: He has the laws of robotics that they use, I think, now, for what they, like, yeah, what Boston, it like, yeah. well, Boston Dynamics it's everything. What Boston Dynamics do. I mean, they the does. whole,
0: he basically wrote himself into a cliche. Yeah. It, like, the trope of robot who is more human, who's trying to become human. Yeah. Like all those movies that get you get your Cirque's short circuit, God, I love that movie. uh, your iRobot. I mean, obviously, his story, but
1: kind of the Terminator, too. Terminator Termin- yeah. 2, they go into that. It's so, this is kind of like yeah. if the robots never took us over, kind of Terminator thing. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: Yeah, I can see that. Or, uh, you could even say that, um, Wally is basically based off of that. You could, like, True. off his writings, even though it's not in like the story in his whole, but like the whole thought of it.
1: That that movie, there's like 16 lines of dialogue. I know, <laughs> and <laughs> it's beautiful. Genius. It's, a it's such a film. good movie.
0: <laughs> Never would I thought I that it. a movie could reference uh, Hello Dolly, right? And I'm like, ah, I get it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and like all the all the people are fat and their bones haven't developed right because they haven't had to stand in generations, right? And they all eat smoothies to get all their
0: protein. They <laughs> <take>. <laughs> Oh man, That's such oh we have a tennis court. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite part of that movie. A where pizza like, plant. <laughs> yeah, like, whereas they're just like their screen goes down for the first time in probably decades, and yeah. they're like, we have a pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: that I, I I love that movie and Short Circuit, but this movie sounds
0: like it's worth a watch. Like maybe mm, I don't know, it's worth a watch uh, at least once just to see like. Yeah make your decision it, it sounds interesting
1: enough for me to watch it yeah based on what you told me because it seems like it could be just oh I'm gonna turn it off and look, kind of find like a heartfelt because it sounds like it ends kind of similar to The Notebook and yes I'm admitting I've seen that movie and it's pretty decent you know the ending mm-hmm. of The Notebook we have a
0: friend that that was his go-to move for dates was the notebook. the notebook oh yeah he used to bring girls he would like talk to girls or whatever and he'd be like hey you wanna g-? it was his favorite film <laughs> <laughs> don't get me wrong, but
1: he I, would. I shouldn't <laughs> laugh, but usually guys don't go. Hey, what's your favorite movie? They don't go. The uh, fucking notebook. notebook, man. It makes yeah. me, <laughs> make me cry all the time. Uh, Love Rachel McAdams.
0: <laughs> well, who doesn't? True, but he uh, he would uh, bring. He would talk to girls and like his like asking them out, basically like, Hey, you want to come over and like watch the Notebook? Like you know how like. The move where, like, you go watch, see a movie, like, a scary movie, Mm -hmm. just so, like, when the the girl gets scared, like, they'll, like, cower in your, like, in your arms. They're, like, yeah,
1: that's right. That's right. I'm not scared at all because I've seen this movie 22 Mm -hmm.
0: times. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, it's, like, that move, but it's with, like, oh, like, it's such a, like, romantic film. They're going to want to make out with me after this. (laughs) What was the success rate? Surprisingly, pretty well. Really? Are we, ta- are we talking yeah. like
1: fifty-fifty, or is it like twenty percent? And he's doing like baseball statistics, where if, no, if he if I he hits say, a single, yeah, I th- I say it was 50/50, two out of every ten times because
0: he didn't use the move often. Oh. It was a short period, and that because then he found another film that he was like this is even better, and oh. it was was it, it Crazy it was, Stupid Love? No, oh. it was. Uh, That's a good movie. I think it was Halloween. Like the new one, the newer ones, that one, or Je- Texas Chains like one of the, like extreme horror movies that were like like Rob's one of the ones that Rob Zombie did. And I think it was one of the Halloween's that remakes. F- yeah, when that
1: I saw that in theaters, that whew, when he 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 burst through a wall at some point, and I never I never used to yell, especially in horror movies. Yeah, I was just like, holy fucking shit! <laughs> 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 he went through the
0: wall to get
1: her. And they, they, oh man, I love those movies are good too. But I'll definitely have to give that one a watch.
0: Yeah, it's it's interesting. Like, like reading up on, on it, and I was like, I was reading up on some of the symbolism. Like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. But it, I mean, I'm like, oh, I didn't read it that way. Hmm. I'm going to have to watch it again. It's going to make me want to watch it again. Right. But the thing is, if you have to look up the symbolism to
1: get it, I don't feel like they did a good job. Well, that's using why they did terribly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, Like if you read The Great Gatsby in high school and they're like, "Oh, what do you think the color of his car means?" and you're like, I don't don't know. He likes the color cream. No, it's because he's morally bankrupt." You're like, "What?"
0: Right. (laughs) Like once it was like, I basically once like like I wrote a sent wrote, (laughs) right. Uh, I read a sentence that said it's a Pinocchio story, and I'm like, "What?" I'm like, "Oh oh, yeah," yeah. and I was like, "Then I'm like, that's then you get." Toys with, like, human rights and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Do they ever mention the Turing test
1: in that movie? Because that's... I don't
0: know. Okay. Like, it's been a while since I've seen it. Like, I'm not going to lie. I saw it probably about 10 times oh. in my life. But it's been, like, 10 years since I've seen it.
1: <laughs> uh, here's the thing, though. I'm. Go- I want to watch it, but I'm not gonna pay to watch it. It's on. Uh, it's on streaming for free. Are you sure? Yeah. Because if it's one of those things where like I gotta find it on Amazon, it's gonna cost me four bucks. No, to only watch it definitely it does not cost you. I'm money gonna to call watch it on you, Amazon. and I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, you seriously? I'll just watch Short Circuit. <laughs> <laughs> I circuit like that movie. movie. It's the same movie. Uh. All
0: right. Well, I think that's it. I mean, we could digress even further, but then we'll be here for another twenty seven hours. That's
1: true. Um I feel like we could pick another we could do this again just with like comedies or with horror movies. Yeah, we movies, could do that. Because there's tons of t- terrible horror movies
0: that some people just adore. Yeah, I would say I would agree. Um yeah, we could do this again do do like a part two. Ooh, a, ooh, a part two. Yeah. Uh so before yeah. we wrap Whoa. up
1: I do want to thank people for watching us because we did get to 200 views. Yes, and we that's did. a
0: milestone. It is a milestone. Uh, <laughs> it is a milestone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, thanks guys for actually listening. Um, thanks for
1: the feedback. We really appreciate
0: it. Yeah, I mean, like I said, if you follow us on Instagram at um, we like we're still learning, still trying to improve. And uh, the only way you could do that is just by listening to what you, your guys' feedback, and we know you guys will give us feedback. Um, we appreciate the constructive feedback. Don't be dicks, because that doesn't help anybody. Yeah, but it's all constructive for the most part.
1: Okay, if someone's like "fuck you guys," lots of passes. We haven't the had that.
0: Ever. Well, I mean, that was <laughs> episode. <laughs> but um, yeah. So thanks again, guys. Uh, so I think that'd be it. We'll figure something. I don't know what we're gonna do. Maybe week. we could
1: finally watch that Maze movie that you watched without me, even though we spoke about how we'd watch it together.
0: All right, dude. A little butthurt over here. I am,
1: very much so.
0: All right, Jeez. We'll, we'll watch it. Well. I totally forgot about the film anyway. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: but you can remember Bicentennial, man, because you haven't seen it in 10 years. Stuck I with you saw that it much. 10 times. You don't yeah, forget movies true. you see 10 times. That's super true.
0: That's super so, true. So, yeah. So this has been uh,
1: Dan Granato. I'm Jim Lovecheck. It's been the... Nerd Fury (laughs)
0: Podcast (laughs) God this is getting worse
1: (laughs) We'll see you guys next week